What up, mom? Put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three living in Brooklyn, New York. Hi, I'm Christine. I'm a freelance video editor and first-time mom living in L.A. Allie here, podcasting from South Kona, Hawaii, where I live up on a mountain farm with my husband and two sons. Hi, I'm Molly, and I live in Los Angeles, California, working as a mom of a toddler and a second grade teacher. And I'm Sarah, your in-house expert. I'm a nurse practitioner and recovering postpartum nurse in Brooklyn, New York. We move mountains just to find the time to record ourselves shooting the shit every week. And here it is. Mail Kimp. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nursing and Cursing this week. Hi, ladies. Hey. Hi. Hi. So this week, we're going to discuss um, postpartum reminders. Cool. Do you guys know what that means? No, No. explain it. Help me out. Okay. So everybody has gone through this time in their life, the postpartum period. And there were things that happened during that period that you may have tucked away far, far away. And they may have come up during other times. Okay. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, so my husband cleaned the shower with the whole foods brand, um, all purpose cleaner. Okay. Hadn't smelled it. (laughs) Had not smelled it since postpartum days when, um, he used to clean my sits bath with it. Oh, no. What a man. So I walked into the bathroom to brush my teeth and I smelled it and I had so many emotions come up, but I could not place why I was overwhelmed with emotions about my birth and my post-birth experience. And then it clicked. I was like, that smell, that smell. And I ran to get him. What what are you spraying in here? What are you spraying? He's like, it's the cleaner. What's the big deal? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys get what you know I'm what I about? yes because yes. I recently sprayed some mosquito repellent all over me and my children and I was like what is in this it was witch hazel Molly and it reminded yes. me of your pads oh. that were coming out of the freezer oh. yes <laughs> after your oh, breath. God I love those but I, that's weird I still can't smell witch hazel without thinking of a frozen a pad frozen in witch hazel I love I still can't smell it you know there are like, that's you cool. still that's don't know that's about it's not as common as you would think. If you are heading into birth, um, douse some big Heads thick up. pads in witch hazel, stick them in a Ziploc bag and freeze them so that when you get home, you have a nice little relief waiting for and you and in douse, the freezer. Right, a little and douse your face in wine because your life is never going to be the same. Okay. <laughs> oh, who else has got a postpartum reminder that kills them? I mine is so one. stupid. I have... Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kate. Shout it out, girl. No, okay. go for it. I mean, mine's just kind of like a daily thing when the sun, now that it's like getting dark really early, every time mm-hmm. that light peaks, I just remember the anxiety that used to wash over me like, oh shit, I'm mm-hmm. going to be up all night while everybody's sleeping. Yes. Everybody meeting Gary, yes. really, my husband. Um, And every time the sun starts to set, <laughs> the anxiety just starts to wash over like, I'm going to be up all night. I mean, it's gone, but I'm just reminded of it daily now. That's my biggest one. And that oh. starts in pregnancy and then that doesn't end through because I remember in the infant stage, anxiety like I couldn't believe when the sun started to set. Because so I'd be up all night nursing. All, all night nursing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my biggest really that lingers. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Um, we have a, such a stupid one. Yeah. Allie, what? Actually, you're up next, Kate, because... No, that, you're going to you were... die. No, you're going to be like, snooze. I uh, cannot... Okay. I cannot... Not that I ever... You guys are going to be like, who the fuck would do this at any point in their life? But I can't ever, ever watch ER ever again, because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> because yeah. Because when Wilder was born... And I was home alone and just trying to figure everything out. For some reason, my cornerstone of mental sanity was the four hours back-to-back ER that TNT played every morning. Obviously, mm. I didn't have cable. <laughs> or Netflix. Oh, wow. I, ref- I reflect, right, or Netflix. I reflect back. Like, actually, so many things sound sad about the story, but it was fine. This sounds so 90s. <laughs> But then I know, so, I know. you I guys know. would think that. Did you know, have your baby at ninety nine? Born in ninety three. <laughs> no, exactly, ninety three. Um, wow. But it would come on. It started. The problem was that it started season. They started it from the very first episode from the pilot, which was literally like three days after Wilder came home, and I had never seen the show before. But I got sucked in because you're marathon nursing. Fucking Clooney, man. Why not? No, I developed such an unhealthy relationship with these characters. Like, Jeremy would come home and tell me about his day. And I was like, babe, I, I can't. Like, Carter, Carter's baby. I don't know if he's going to make it. Like, he was born really early. Just, I went to a weird place. We came on Thanksgiving vacation when Wilder was like four months old. And I remember saying to Jeremy, does your mom have TNT though? Like, babe, is your mom going to have TNT? Now I could never see that show without thinking of my crazy, dark nursing period. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I was um, pregnant, especially cooking. My husband would cook with coconut oil, and that was a real, real problem for me, which is was a real problem on a lot of levels. Like because, the smell made um, you nauseous? The smell, I would be like, get it out of the house. And you know what? We cook everything in coconut oil and and we put o- coconut oil on our skin and my husband you know at one point in his life was the coconut man so that was like a real problem but it would make me sick like get it out of here and unfortunately i still have a tinge of that like oh mm-hmm. but you know i power through it because it's a lifestyle and that's what we use but i still once in I a love while coconut like, oil as a lifestyle <laughs> 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 because it's a lifestyle. Um, it's, yeah, it's also just coconut name oil. Anything. Coconut oil is the remedy for us. Yeah. No, I'm not judging you. ER was a lifestyle. How that's much weirder. Do you guys have things about your postpartum that like that you haven't been able to get rid of yet? Um, like physically on your body. Like a well, su- you mean like a security yeah. blanket? Well, kind of. Mm-hmm. I had this. I remember not having proper nursing tops, so my mom went to Target and got this really hideous flannel button-down shirt, but it was perfect mm. because it was super long, so I didn't need pants with it, and it unbuttoned. <laughs> perfect. Sure, mom, hey, who, needs, who needs pants? Not me. Who needs? Exactly. <laughs> I Listen. don't think that mom would have described it as hideous. <laughs> okay, but it's fine. It was very comforting. So I wore it basically for like seven weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that that's true. And just recently I was cleaning out my drawers and I showed it to Tim and I was like, baby, do you remember this? He does not recall it at all. I'm like, I cannot throw this thing away. He said, get rid of it. That thing is (laughs) disgusting. 
You're like, babe, but I don't need pants when I wear this. So yeah, but I don't ever want to wear it again, Kate. It's just almost like a trophy or something from the time, like never Mm -hmm. forget kind of deal. Right. Like a battle. Anybody else have one of those? I know that. Yeah, but I burned all mine underwear. I still hold on. That was a big. I held on to one pair of my pregnancy undies that I probably wear once a week. Once a week. Yeah, I'm Washing really included. bummed out that they're just so. I just grew into all my pregnancy underwear again. Good thing I didn't. Throw I, them. <laughs> you know what I think is most interesting about this conversation? Perfect. That's hilarious. Perfect. What? No, I was going to say what is most interesting about this conversation is that when you're when you're in the moment, when you're in the post-pregnancy period your postpartum period, you're, you think that you're thinking totally clearly and you think that you've got a handle on shit. I mean, you're feeling weird, you're feeling emotional, but for the smell of coconut oil to take you back to a crazy place or to hear the ER theme music and feel like you're going to fucking blow your brains out, it just sheds light on how insane you must have been yeah. right after your baby was born. Do you know what I mean? I'm the mother of this kid and yeah, everybody else is doing this, but I've got this shit on lockdown. I know. Like for the sun to be setting. I was fucking crazy. I never thought I had For the sun to be setting and you to be me, they're never. Mm -hmm. I thought I was doing it all wrong. the sun is setting you're feeling a panic attack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's that's universal about the sun setting, I guess, because. It's mm. so scary. It's just engulfing. Here it comes. Engulfing. Oh, yeah. man. For sure. For Panic sure. attacks. Yeah. I real. mean, that happens for, you know, people living in New York as well. As soon as December hits. I used to feel that way in college. Four o'clock. The fourth, the fourth trimester. Wait, now you're, last, you're talking about like month. seasonal depression. I'm talking about seasonal depression. It's real on a lot of levels. Yeah, but That's this was not seasonal depression. This was like, oh, fuck, I made this a mistake. <laughs> This is just That's knowing you're was. not going to get any sleep and you're going to be up all night. It's that dread and fear. Yeah. I just couldn't sort it like that. Mine was like, I've made a mistake and I don't know who to talk to, but I can't, I can't tell a soul. Oh, that's so sad. But that's like, that's in hindsight, that's like, hmm, okay, that's postpartum depression. Right. 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 Um, so because I had um, my sits baths, guys, I had to do them three times a day for 20 minutes at a time. And when your bottom half has like basically blown inside out, um, oh. I don't understand that. I don't understand telling a woman that she has to do that because I physically could not do it. The first few days I was shaking so hard. I couldn't be in that position. It was insanely painful. Um, and uh, we would have a timer on, nothing worked until something deep inside told me that I needed to reach out to the Cosby show. And I found episodes on YouTube and Tim would set them up and put them on the bathroom floor and I would sit and shake, but like fully get through the 20 minutes. I'm sorry, Molly. Why didn't you start with this? I don't care about your, your whole food shower cleaner. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) You should have led, led with that Bill. bath story going there. Mm-hmm. What are yeah, you talking I was about? Say, you should have just been up. laid up on your back, um, spread eagle, and Tim should have been spritzing you for 20 minutes. Yeah, he should have had a super like soaker. Fred, he should have like, spritzed you. Just super yeah. soaked you. I so Ooh. would have done that for you. Sister, yeah. I can't go into that topic, but no, not a soul. Yeah. 
wouldn't be inviting a soul to do that. What was it about the Cosby show that, that you were able to power through? Oh, I had not visited it since I was maybe 12 years old. That show is so fucking funny. And (laughs) once I got a taste for it, it was like, it was strangely controversial now. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. This was before the controversy. So I will always have a place in my heart for the show, but obviously. um, God, who would have known that Bill Crosby, um, (laughs) mass raper, would have been what helped Molly get through her postpartum sits bath? Unbelievable. I'm just going to leave it there. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yes. So do I want to see another episode? Nope. Never again. Interesting. Um, You know, I kind of feel that way about Downton Abbey. that what I would just nurse the mm-hmm. fuck out of Leo. <laughs> you know what? That's what got boring anyway. So it's a good time to tap out. But Ali, yeah, yeah, you were nursing it. Leo. You were nursing Leo while I was laying in bed next to you, curled up in my first trimester. Yes. Being like, hold on, put it on pause. I need to make myself a Gotta bowl go of spaghetti. Vomit. Yeah. Mm. You gotta go vomit. I'll be right back. First the bowl of spaghetti, then the vomiting. Yeah. Mm. Mountain all you know, those the for life. Yeah. I've got a thing too, guys. If I'm, I've cleaned them all out of my closet, but if I'm, you know, lucky enough to head down to town and hit Ross or Jean's warehouse and I'm just combing aisles, <laughs> I black dresses, black tank dresses, like with an empire waist. No, shivers down my spine because I think that was my pregnancy wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's oh, hot yeah. here. I'm in the tropics and it's like, oh, great. Black is slimming. I'm just going to wear a black tank dress every day. And that's so sad because the little black dress, but I'm like, oh, can't even look at them. So it's all I wore during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You right. too, Crid? Yeah, I wore that religiously. Yeah. No brainer. It was a no brainer to throw on a black dress. Elastic exactly. waist. I'm like, I see women who are pregnant wearing jean shorts. I'm like, how the hell are you doing that? I was dressed all the way. I did. I did jean shorts, but they had a huge waist, just a huge cloth stretchy waist that you pull up to your boobs. You know, like the cloth stretches all the way up high, so it feels really good. Kind of wish I had some of those for my daily life, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) holds it all Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a dress was a no brainer for sure. Yeah. Mm. All right. Mm. Well, I think we've all got them, but I'm going to move it on, ladies. Um, it's now time for a little bit of and Okay, who wants to start this week? I'll start it. Okay, my nailing it is I went on a trip to Boston by myself for three days without my baby for the first time away. One year in. Yes. It was so fun. A girl's trip. And then my failing was um, one day I was super frustrated, was blowing it all day long with my son. And I threw my brand new iPhone against the wall really hard, bent it like a boomerang. So the SIM card stopped touching the little point it needs to touch to get service. And I had to buy a brand new phone. Look, you didn't throw your, you didn't throw your baby. So let's call it a nailing. Hmm. Success. Great, great perspective. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Two nailings. You know two nailings. It. iCloud. iCloud got you back. 
Yeah, do girl. Nice. Just it's I, just I've spent twelve hundred dollars on iPhones in one year, but that's all oh, right. I'm not even gonna count. Never I don't even want to count again. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I've got one. I've got one. Yeah, Allie, go ahead. Um, I made a ballsy, adventurous move in my twenties to live um, a beautiful, remote life here in Hawaii. And I'm honored to be in a tropical paradise, living an indoor, outdoor lifestyle, you know, among mm. nature. That was a real nail for me. The fail is that dengue fever has hit the big island. That is a disease, a viral disease that's transmitted by infected mosquitoes. No. And more specifically, the outbreak is in my neighborhood. So I live outdoors and we're all going down. It's like the plague. Who's next? Failing. Oh. Wish me luck, ladies. Wish me luck. Good luck, sweetie. Dang. Damn, babe. Dangy. Wow. Okay. Um, dangy. 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 Fucking dangy. Dingle dangles. Oh, shoot. I shouldn't say that. Um, my, my failing is that I, we have a two year old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Um, too many. Go ahead. Kate has a two year old. Go ahead. Kate. That's not my, that's not my failing. I totally like her. Um, but the problem is that I thought she they're all three of my kids are in the same room and my husband and I thought that she needed, wanted, deserved, was ready for a big girl bed, not a cot, a bed. Mm. Okay. Um, this, this failing, it is multi-layered and in a, so in a rash, I obviously just went to Ikea and got one and put her in a bed. Guess what? She's doesn't understand how a bed works. I put her down the first night and I came upstairs and I was like, you see, babe, it's really not that hard to put the kids down. And I turned around like a fucking horror movie. She was literally right behind me, like <laughs> nose to my butt, like a, <laughs> like a hair on the back of my neck, neck standing up. The look in her eyes, like she just had fucking, the universe was open to her. She was like, I'm not tired. I'm not tired. <laughs> <laughs> nightmare oh. haven't had this is this was three weeks ago have truly not had a night sleep since have not had oh. one. she's drunk she's drunk on her own power the the other part of that failing is that jeremy and i had a knockdown drag out fight about whether you could convert the cot to a bed before we bought a toddler bed I explained to him a million times that you could not. It was not convertible. You could not. I put it on the street, the crib. The first person who came and picked it up was like, oh, cool, because you can put, you can make this one into a toddler bed. I was oh, like, you wow. need to get the fuck out of here. You need to take this fucking crib. Run. I don't ever want to see you here again. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's a good Sorry, one. Sorry, babe. I'm um, now. Okay. Well, my nailing it and failing it is the same because I can't decide. I also was on that trip to Boston with Critty and some other ladies and um, we went to breakfast and there were some young college age gentlemen standing outside of the breakfast spot and as we walked in um, one of us heard one of the guys say nice a bunch of MILFs and I can't decide yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's we why like, it's my how do you know we fucking have kids? 
Suspicious. It's more that we're old. Dur. Old. Dur. Old. Dur. So, of course, we talked to some Dur. of our husbands about this, and they said, why would you be bummed to be called a MILF? That's such a compliment. So that's mm-hmm. the other side of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm a little bit stuck on the fact that we all walked in, no kids, wearing what I feel was some updated outfits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Molly, I feel like you just explained the whole scenario. Now I'm saying it in a different perspective. Right. <laughs> you know what? You Critty know is always uber stylish, and hers was more of um, something really cozy that Dorothy from the Golden Girls would have worn. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Awesome. Super stylish. But those boys didn't know. And how do we know they weren't in high school? They were sure probably a bunch of dilfs. That's how they knew you guys were a bunch of milfs. No. No, they were okay, like 16. moving on, moving on. Anyway. So listen, guys, we have invited some of our listeners to um, tweet us, nailing it and failing it. And I wanted to share a couple this week. So um, on nailing it, we have Rachel from Los Angeles who says her nailing it is that baby daddy doesn't know any of my failing it. Fabulous. Yeah. Rachel. That's a yes. fucking huge nail in it. And yeah. then we've got Rebecca, also from Los Angeles. She said, after a long day with the kids and a couple of glasses of wine, she had to take an Uber to therapy. Hmm. <laughs> shout out for, I just want to, I want to shout her out for self-help, putting self first. Okay. Yes. Hell yes. Nice. Cool. So... Um, I just want to remind listeners, you can tweet us your nailing it and failing it. You can find us at Twitter. Um, just look up at Nursing Cursing. We would love to hear what you guys have You're to say. You're so cute that you said look up. Look, and that just you said at Twitter and, and not up. on Twitter. Adorable milk. <laughs> you can oh my just God, I don't look up. Guys, look us up at Twitter. Mel, you said it right. Fuck off. Go to the librarian at Twitter. That ends just this episode of... <laughs> Y'all are cute. I'm gonna look you up. See you at Twitter. (laughs) Okay, guys. So we're gonna wrap this up before I slap these bitches. (laughs) Good night, you guys. Have a great one. That's it for now. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, where we know you set up that Instagram shot for 15 minutes because no one's kitchen is that clean.